You know, these guys need to have a flag thrown on them. We just want to smack them. It is 18 minutes before the hour here on the Toronto Large Radio Show. We're pleased to be in studio with our good friend Jimmy Lozon. He is the head coach of the Londonderry Lancers football team. Runs the program down there, and he joins us every week here on the Gerard Large Radio Show to talk sports in our own backyard. He's also a former head football coach at West, where he also coached uh, track and baseball. He's a three-sport athlete himself, so he knows the lay of the land, and uh, he, he gives us that lay every week here on the Gerard Large Radio Show. Good morning, Jimmy. Good morning. So I guess the NHIAA is up to stuff again, huh? Yeah, it looks like there might be some changes next year. Okay, so uh, talk to us. What's the scuttlebutt? So, and by for, for those who don't know, the NHIA is the New Hampshire Interscholastic Athletic Association. They're the ones that um, you know say to parents like me when you have a daughter at a charter school and you have two kids at a magnet program and a high school across town that the daughter who wants to run cross country and track has to go to the school of her attendance record, not the school. Where she or where her sister and brother go, which by the way, um, nobody would ever go there for sports because it's just not a very good sports school anymore. And because uh, and and we said, well, we can't do that. We got two kids over there. We got two kids at home. We got her in the middle. They run different schedules because they're in different divisions. Yak yak yak. And they said, oh well, parental inconvenience is no reason for us to abandon our policy of requiring you to play sports where, within your attendance district. Oh, isn't that nice? Yes. I got no love <laughs> so for it. So it's a NHL. personal yeah, yeah, yeah. personal problem. Well, no, personal I mean, but, beef there. Well, yeah, but I mean if they're doing that with with, with you yeah. know with me, what 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 are they doing with other people? It just goes to show that they really don't give a damn about uh uh, people's daily lives and what makes sense that's I mean, a tough that's a tough I, it'd be one you. thing if west and central were still division one uh and, and, and equal was, yeah uh, oh, yeah <laughs> oh, come on my daughter wants to be the fifth person on the cross-country team can you make it happen good grief <laughs> anyway well speaking of west they they knocked off their uh 23 game losing streak last week with a big win over pembroke yay homecoming yep they were very excited about that yep yeah, so, they, as they should be. And there was uh What was the score? Forty six to six, I think. Well, big win. Yeah, it was a big win. Big win. Now is Pembroke that bad or did West just have an exceptional game? I heard West look pretty good. Oh. Good. And, and how did the Lancers do? The Lancers won forty four nothing. Forty four who'd you play? Keen. Keen. Oh, you were worried about that game too. Well, I was worried about a, a mental letdown. But yeah. but uh we did what we needed to do. Cool. So. Who do you have this week? Big week this week first Merrimack. They're Mer- three and two. Oh. We're four and one. We finally come home only for the second time all year, mm-hmm. and um, so it's a big one. If we win, we're one step closer to, to uh-huh. getting in the playoffs. If so, we lose, it's going to get messy here towards the end of the year. So you, you calling for a whiteout at Lancer Field? We've had a whiteout this this year. I think uh, is that only like a once a season? thing? Yeah, it's a once a season. Really? Thing. Yeah, the, but, but we're asking for everybody to come out and uh, support us tomorrow night. It should be a big one. All right. So what the what the heck is the NHIA? So yeah, so it looks like there's now? a um, that looks like Wyndham in fo- in the football world. Oh, I heard all sports Wyndham's going to be coming up. What do you mean coming up? Um, coming up from Division Two to Division One, as so, they should. I mean, okay. in my opinion, I know they're how big are they? Uh, they have 925 kids. All right. And so they'd be the lowest Division One school or the highest Division Two school. In terms of population. population. Right, okay. The problem with that is when you dominate as much as they're dominating in their sports, that they obviously don't belong in Division Two, whether they're okay. the lowest Division One school population-wise or not. Okay. So, um, And in football, um, it's, it's going to kind of 
if it if we end up with twenty one teams in Division One, there's no easy format for that to have a layout for. So, what would be easiest if Wyndham comes up and someone goes down? And it looks like, based on this, the paperwork that we got yesterday, that Bishop Girton would be the one to go down, unless they petition up and, and, and make things messy. Well, now, why would they move Girton down just because of the population? It's not like Girton isn't uh, competitive in Division One football. They're, 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 they're a tough yeah, they, program. Actually, since Division One has you know merged to 20 teams, BG's been in the playoffs every year except for this year. Um, they, they won't make it. They only have one win. It just seems like their enrollment's heading downward, and they're still dominant in, in lacrosse, which I think they'll stay in Division One, mm-hmm. um, and a couple other sports. I think they were in the baseball state championship two years ago. Um, so they're you know they're in, in some sports they're going to have to stay up, but football wise, it looks like the direction they're heading in is downward. And then they're middle of the pack Division Two school as far as population goes, right? Where they have seven hundred and ninety nine well, kids. My guess though is if they drop down a division, they're going to become Wyndham. They're going to become dominant. In I think they want to see that happen. If that's the case, I don't think that that will be the case. I think the team that they had this year would would struggle in Division Two. Yeah, but I mean, are they rebuilding? Did they lose a lot of seniors? Well, they didn't have a JV. They, they canceled our JV game, and then the freshman game, they only had like fifteen kids. So it looks okay. like their numbers are, are are going downward. So it doesn't look like it's, well, it's on its t- way Are you up. talking just for football, football or yeah. are you talking overall as the school population? Uh, I'm, I can't speak on, on their overall population, but definitely football. It looks like it's right. it's heading in the wrong direction as far as the amount of kids that are playing. Huh. Well, that, 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 that that's interesting. And, of course, Trinity is having a similar problem. Trinity's correct. well, much smaller school. But yeah, where's Trinity on here? Trinity is uh, – oh, they're not listed right now. Yeah, well, they're not. They're not. They're not D one. They're not playing. They're not playing a varsity football schedule, so right. they're not listed on here. Right. So, but I, 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 they're struggling. They're struggling as well. I think they're down to. I mean, they only had a couple. You know, fit, I don't know, thirty something kids come out for football. Not even between yeah. twenty. Well, and 30. they they had fewer than seventy kids sign up for their whole freshman class. Yeah. So I think you know there were definitely, I guess, some enrollment challenges at at Trinity. But I'm I'm surprised because Girton is for a long time. Always had a strong football program. Correct. And, and usually, have. usually schools that have strong programs year after year, they, you know, it's a tradition. And it, they may petition to come up. They may petition to stay oh. in Division One. But again, from a football coach's standpoint, I just, I mean, unless they start getting, you know, a good amount of transfers, you know, based on the numbers, um, they're out. Yeah. Hmm. And 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 then you know you're going to keep them in Division One, and if they don't do well, just because they want to be in Division One, I, I mean, they're. You know, almost two hundred people less than than the next smallest school. Um, now, is this changes? Is, is the NHIA making changes overall to the size of school that goes to what division, or are they just making changes based on these two schools? Well, I think they're going to make Wyndham, you know, for come up in every sport as they should, and then it looks like here they're going to go from nine hundred plus is going to be Division One schools. So they're they're changing they're they're changing the whole landscape they're changing based, the based on what i'm looking at right here okay. and what they classification of, well, of what is football it, schools what is it now i mean what's the what's the cutoff to be a d1 there's school really now? no cutoff because bg's there's with no us because they're 700 and they've they've kind of went on the success that they've had in the past right uh but then you look at the populations and it's uh it's it's quite interesting you got pinkerton with 3400 kids mm-hmm. and then the, and then number two is 1800 kids Right. So, I mean, obviously. Who's 18? Uh, south. Nashua then, South? Yeah. Is that big? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Nashua North, 1,744. So they're about, a, you know, 120 kids less. Yeah. And then it's Exeter, Concord, Central. So Central 6th, um, Bedford, Londonderry, Memorial. 
Um, then it goes there, down from there, Keene, Spalding, Dover, Merrimack, Alvern. It's bigger than I thought it was. Um, Timberlane, Salem. And then to see the Goffstown and Winnicunit towards the bottom here in the last, in the bottom three, and they're the two best football schools in the state right now. Right. So it's uh, it, it goes to show that that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah. Well, see, I, cause, you know, I think about it. West has got about, I think it's around 850 kids, give or take. 816. Yeah, 816. So <laughs> West picks up 100 kids. They're going to be thrown into Division One. Yeah. Uh, no. Right. It is not a D1 school. Correct. Uh, you know, maybe at some point it could be, but it is not. A, so did if you they, want to make it the most competitive way possible then you've got to take those things into account that just because their population yeah. is there but what, what is know. the nhia going to be doing that taking into i, I think see, they, this tr- is what, they're kind of doing that with bg right now with where they're heading i think that and then the success windham's had i well, think they're trying to do that if i understand what you're saying though they're gonna they're gonna say schools that are 925 kids or more are going to be d1 mm-hmm. well I, I, and then, then you take it from there. Right. So, like in two years, you or three years, whenever it is that they that they reexamine everything, you kind of look at it and say, "Man, Portsmouth hasn't won a game in three years." You know, are they a Division One school? And there's a lot of factors to go into it. Just because you know they're not having success, there could be a lot of reasons for that too. Right. You don't. The last thing you want to do is drop someone and then they, you know, they dominate. Like you said with BG, I mean, if they drop them and next year they they dominate Division Two, then they they might want to. Uh, Revisit that. Yeah, exactly. Now, are they making any other changes? Is this forcing changes to the other divisions? D two. What are they? Is D two D three? It looks like they're gonna they're gonna have four divisions. So it's gonna be <laughs> division three and division four with ten schools, and then division two with seventeen, and division one with twenty. But if Trinity plans on having a division one program at some point, they're not listed here. So that would be interesting to see where they fit. So division three and four each have ten teams. Mm-hmm. How small do you have to be to be a D four team? It looks like the smallest school is Franklin with 309. And then the, the biggest Division three school is hillsborough Deering, 633. So pretty much double. Wow. So it's tough. Franklin has only got 300 I kids? I, I did not realize that. Oh. Wow. So, yeah. That's the size of a class at Central. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to have uh, 35 kids in my class uh, back at West. When yeah. It was a little different back then. We had, you know, over 2,000 kids. So, yeah. So where do they belong was uh, the question I had for you today. So huh. so 23-game losing streak broken for West. And then when's, when's Memorial going to win again? Um, <laughs> that was another thing that, you know, not, I, you know I'm not taking a, a shot <laughs> at them. It's just Memorial. You know they had a big, they had a good chance this week against Concord. It was a close one, and now looking at their schedule going forward, and it seems like they're making some progress. They're in a lot of games this year. Um, mm-hmm. It's just they're struggling uh, again. And then you look at the college world. You got new the New Hampshire schools, um, New Hampshire colleges. You got Dartmouth three and zero, UNH four and one, Plymouth State's four and one, and Saint A's zero and five. Zero and five. Yeah. Now, is that a relatively new program up there? Because I know you're talking about divisions. I know there's been some talk. Uh, it seems perennial. Are they D2? Are they D3? Are they going to go up? Are they going to stay? What, what's they the deal? Stay, well, what's, the what's football the deal people the want to stay in Division Two. Yeah. And um, I think everybody's on board with that now. I know two years ago it was a big – it was a mess. Um, right. And they sent out a letter saying they were going D3, and then kids were transferring, and then they decided to stay in D, D2, which kind of – 
through through things for a loop and uh that's unfortunate so they lost a lot of kids when they said they were going to d3 Correct. and that hurt the program and it hurt that recruiting class because they're recruiting recruiting kids now pretty much with the kids knowing that or thinking they were going to go division three and couldn't offer money that year so, so d2 can offer money d3 can't correct so you brought in a bunch of kids that with no money mm-hmm. and then you end up staying in division two so now you have a class of division three kids playing against division two players and, and and to be honest i mean not all kids are you know there's not a drastic difference between every school but you know a really good division three school um or, or say middle of the pack division three school and a really good division two school is a drastic difference mm-hmm. i mean you got guys you know going from assumption division two school to the nfl that's not going to be the case when you know from division threes so uh you know that's it was a big difference that 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 hurt that recruiting class big time so that's kind of where they're at right now i think that recruiting class is sophomores yeah so so yeah. how does how does uh how does st a's if they are truly going to stay in division two how do they recover from that uh shot in the foot i don't know i think we should have uh coach adam on next week and we should we should ask uh, a few questions, but I mean, I'm rooting for them. They're, 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 it seems like they're playing good defense there at St. A's. They're, they're in games defensively. They're struggling a little bit on offense, but they have a bye week this week, so maybe they'll be able to regroup. I don't know what the second half of their schedule looks like, but um, they've had some winnable games in the first half, and they just haven't been able to pull them off. But, you know, the other schools in New Hampshire are having success, so, I mean, it, it's not impossible for St. A's to, yeah. to get there, I don't think. Well, when did UNH become a powerhouse in football? Oh, they've been a powerhouse for quite some time, really? in the last 15 years or so. Must be that million-dollar scoreboard. Uh, well, they, they earned that. Oh, they went through the last, you know, they went 10 years with, you know, not great facilities, to say the least, and they, they've earned those those facilities, the field, the scoreboards, everything, the press boxes, and all the stuff that they have up there now. So, tro- oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, the taxpayers might differ. Well, <laughs> you know, they, are, they, they that's that's a good program, a dominant program. You should reward them for for being so dominant. The hockey program hasn't been as dominant as it used to be. Yeah, this they, is Humilly's last season, right? What's that? This is Humilly's last season, right? Correct. Yeah. And he's going to go out without any kind of championship, isn't he? Yeah, they've struggled for a while. Football has become way more dominant up there than than hockey. Yeah. So, um, and then Plymouth State is on the rise here. They had a great year last year, and they've got some. They've got quite a few New Hampshire kids too that that go up there and play and make a big impact. Their best, you know, their their best receivers from Concord. Their uh, two of their best defensive backs are from Manchester West. Um, they have a Londonderry guy up there playing. Uh, defensive end, and they've got New Hampshire kids spread out all over the place. Cool. Can't say the same for Dartmouth, uh, but UNH definitely has some UNH, uh, New Hampshire kids, and then St. A's is doing their best to to bring all Division Two New Hampshire-type players into their school. But the last couple of years, from what I've seen, is a lot of Division Two players end up outside. Uh, they stay in Division Two, but they they don't end up at St. A's. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they're one of their goals for Coach Adams to, to change that. Yeah, well, why would they? Because St. A's wasn't sure they were going to stay in D2. Correct. All yeah. right. Jimmy Lozon, coach of the Londonderry Lancers, up against Merrimack in a big contest this Friday night. We'll see uh, how that turns out for him. As always, we appreciate your insights into what's happening in the local sports world here in the Queen City and beyond. Thank you. All right. We're going to hit traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, we'll hit the news.